Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. AJ. Yo. Well, Mr. Brock Purdy has done something no other quarterback in the franchise has done. I love stats. Don't you just love stats, AJ? <laughs> <laughs> This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. That summer, I think she's joining the pod today, ED. Um, I like it. Plenty to get to on this show. Niners continuing to keep this thing rolling. They knocked off uh, the Washington Commanders. Brock Purdy doing his thing. We got some game balls to hand out after they uh-huh. knocked off the Washington Commanders. I actually like Washington football team a little bit better. We'll talk a little bit of uh, of Bosa. Um Maybe he wrapped up the Defensive Player of the Year honors. Uh, as always, want to continue to encourage you to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Summer has left the building. Kind of. She went back upstairs. Uh, as always, um, you can hit us up on social media. I'm at Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at WatchRayRay. He is at ED25. And, of course, we're brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Look, whatever you want, Bet Online has you covered. They got all your props, all your odds, whatever you want. It's bowl season uh, in college football. You're getting down to the last two weeks. Last two weeks, ED. That's incredible. Of the NFL season, uh, we just hit that unofficial start of the NBA regular season on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. Um, so a whole bunch of stuff going on here. A little puck, too, as well with, with the NHL, a little hockey, you know. Uh, so whatever you want, BetOnline has you covered. Just go on over to the website. That's BetOnline.ag and receive 50% on your welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, ED, uh-huh. time to hand out some game balls now. And uh, who you got? Uh-uh, I got Bolsa. Mm. I'm going. I'm going with both of you. Like you were. You kind of alluded to the fact that he may have locked down the defensive um, player of the year. Uh, why does he get my game ball? Because this is one of those games where you're supposed to win. In essence, you're playing a playoff game. Washington is a playoff team. At at kickoff, that was a playoff team. You want to let them know, guess what? I'm better than you. I'm going to beat you no matter how we have to do it. And we're going to play our game and take over. And when you play those type games, your stars have to be stars. That's how you win in the playoffs. Stars got to be stars. Role players got to know their role and they got to live up to it. And then you need a few surprises. Bosa being a star is not a surprise. That's who he is. That's what he was. Game ball. All right, so I like that, actually, and I pondered that, but I'm going to go back over to the offensive side of the ball. Okay, do that. Um, I thought about Purdy time. He, mm-hmm. he did some things. There was only one play, in fact, mm-hmm. I thought he looked like a rookie in that game. Um, he also had another play that was one of the more impressive plays he made all game, but it was an incompletion. actually threw it away. We'll talk about that in a little bit. That's uh, so funny. I, Keep going. Yeah, all right. All right. But, Keep going. but I'm not going Purdy. I'm going George Kittle. And it was a little shocking to me that on Sunday, he actually set a new career high for receiving touchdowns in a a season for him. His previous career high was six. He's now up to eight. 
and four of those have come in the last couple of games here uh, for mm-hmm. 85. And all of a sudden, 85 looks like what we thought we would see, you know, after he signed that deal, right? We thought, we thought after 19, we thought we were just going to continue, continue to see more and more and more and more of what we saw in 19. And that hadn't really uh-huh. been the case. been kind of quiet the last couple of years. Uh, but all of a sudden, you look up, he's a pro bowler, which we discussed last week. Not really, but eh, whatever. Uh, but you look at what he's done just these last couple of weeks, all of a sudden he looks like, you know, he looks like the player who many people thought was either 1A, 1B, or number two at the worst in terms of tight ends in the mm-hmm. league, right? Yeah. And now yeah. he's he, all of a sudden he's looking like that. Yeah. And, it's, and it's amazing that he's beginning to look that way. But uh, you talk about a couple of a, a couple of plays that he makes that, that – um, you know, the one run after the catch, incredible play, big big block there by Jennings to set that up. And then I don't know if he intercepted that other touchdown, <laughs> Ray Ray or not. But well, Can, I, can I tell you, when that touchdown happened, I got ready to tweet it, and I said, I don't leave it alone because I don't feel like having a discussion with everybody. Um, and truly, I, I was as soon as I saw it, I said, somebody ran the wrong route. <laughs> I, I knew it. I was like, somebody ran the wrong route. And I was waiting to see, you know, I didn't know – if the announcers were going to say anything about it, but it was funny after it came out. Cause I was like, nobody, no offensive coordinator designs a play for guys to be that way. Cause remember Excellent. offense is about avoidance and space. space. You, one person can cover two. That's a bad design. So I knew somebody had run the wrong route. Yeah. It, but it, if you're going to run the wrong route, Hey, Right. <laughs> make it a good one, right? Make it count. That's right. Get a tuggy out of it. And they they, cert- they certainly did that. So I'm gonna go with 85. George Kittle gets my game ball. Uh you go with you go with Bosa, I go with Kittle. Mm-hmm. Uh those are our game balls for this week. But you know what, man, what I like about think about this game. And like I said, it's a playoff game. What what stars gotta be stars? Bosa, Kittle, stars, being stars. Okay. Then you gotta have a few surprises. You gotta have a purdy playing better than you ever could have possibly expected him to play. You gotta have a Ray Ray making plays that you never expect them to make, but they're capable of making. Those are the surprise. That's how you win playoff games. That's what has to happen to win a championship. You gotta have things like that happening, but you gotta count on your big boys being A players all the time. And you gotta be the game plan for it and see it on on game day. But good win. Good win. Those are your game balls here on the Believe in 49ers podcast here on the Believe Network. Niners knocking off the Washington Commanders 37-20, week 16. Uh, Two more games left in the regular season. Uh, They take on the Raiders, and they also got the Cardinals to finish up the year as well. They go to Vegas coming up uh, this week. But as for this week 16 matchup on Christmas Eve, uh, you mentioned it, and... You mentioned the Ray Ray McLeod, um, his contributions offensively, right? Maybe maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it was him that ran the wrong route. Maybe it was Kittle. Who knows? But Ray Ray got into the mix uh, with that that long run, which was uh, incredible. But it it and I, I say it was incredible because I look at Christian McCaffrey's role in that play, but not just that play. Um, there was you go back like the last couple of weeks. It was. It was a heavy dose of McCaffrey, right? Early mm-hmm. on, you're getting a lot of McCaffrey, and that even kind of continued pretty much up into and through the third quarter, even into the fourth. 
um, before you know you, you bring in a Mason later on and kind of close things out. But uh, it was a heavy dose of McCaffrey, right? Mm-hmm. And they actually, Kyle actually didn't give it to him too much early on in this one. Um, he, the, the rookie from LSU, Davis Price, was able to get a lot of carries early on. Uh, you look at the, the run by Ray Ray. Uh, McCaffrey, the lead blocker on that one, right? Like it, it was almost like he was kind of more decoy at times than he was in terms of actually touching the ball. And then that that just goes to the the effectiveness. I, I don't, actually I don't want to say effectiveness. Um, versatility, I think, is a better word uh, of what we're we're kind of seeing and what we've seen so far from Kyle as a play caller. Did you? How much did you? How 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 interesting was that to you? The fact that McCaffrey wasn't really getting those touches early on, like we had been seeing in previous weeks, but not not necessarily that he just wasn't getting them. Who was getting them? Right? I mean, um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I like seeing that because what you have to do. Uh, remember, I said you got to have some creativity with any offense. Remember, we were talking about that weeks back. I was like, okay, Kyle is going to have to do something. He is going to have to, because people have caught on to his offense. Remember me saying that? Yeah. So you're going to have to switch things up. Then he got in McCaffrey. We had that discussion. You were like, bring in Lyman. And I was like, no, Kyle needs a guy that can run his offense. He needs a proven guy that can do the things he needs done. And I said, now let's see what is he going to do because people have caught up to what it is he's trying to do. He didn't, he didn't have a guy that could just make things happen when you knew what was coming. Not even Debo. When you you got to mix things up. But now what I'd like with Christian and you just talked about, Christian, look, I'm, I'm, I'm using him. I'm using him. I'm using him. I'm using him. Now I'm going to put him in those same positions and wait a minute. You think I'm using him, but I'm not. He's blocking. I'm going to put him out here and you think I'm going to pass it to to him because you've seen me do it so much. Okay, I'm not. I'm doing this other play. Um, And you're going to I think you'll see a lot more of that when I think what Kyle is doing, he's planning for four or five games down the road. That's what that's what he's doing right now. And and that's what you have to do. He's setting guys up. So you had a heavy dose of Christian. Now let me see what I can do off of it. Now you got to defend what I'm doing off of it, which allows me to then in turn decide if I want to give you a heavy dose of McCaffrey because I can, and you know, I can, but you got to also think about, wait a minute, he may be just a decoy in this situation, but you also know, yeah, I can throw it to him. So do you want to leave a linebacker out there when you know that's a a mismatch? But if you move that linebacker out, well, I can still, hand the ball off to juice or I can do something with, you know, I can do one of these shovel passes to um, 85 or I can hand the ball off to Debo. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I think he's, he's taking full advantage of the fact that he also, cause he's got the tight end that you got to worry about. He's got receivers. You got to worry about. Um, you got a fullback that can actually, I don't use him much, but when you go to sleep on him, I can take advantage of him. When's that coming? Right? Like, I feel like we haven't seen uh-huh. that. Well, right? Uh huh. And I got a running back that you got to worry about wherever he is on the field. So that's what I think we're seeing right now. And I'm glad that you're saying it um, because it's only going to make things easier for the quarterback. It, it's, it's just going to make it easier for him. And, and he, nothing has changed. It, you know, I, that's what I was saying. That's why I was comfortable 
from the start when you were like, it's doomsday. And I was like, I don't know, because all he got to do is just keep running the offense and spreading the ball around because everybody else does the work anyway. This is not a quarterback heavy system. Yeah, you, I mean, you still got to be able to make the plays, though, right? And, and he, yeah, well, what, that, like, well, he, like Brock make... Purdy is a threat. He's become well, a threat in this offense, right? Well, like you, you can't just sneeze well, at him. I, I, well, well, the only difference between Brock Purdy, the only difference between um, Brock Purdy and um, and um, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the same difference between Jimmy Garoppolo and um, and uh, Trey Lance is that they can make some plays with their legs. That Trey, Trey, I would imagine has a stronger arm. Then um, Purdy, when he gets out there, I mean, he should, seeing that you were the third pick of the draft, f- physically, he's supposed to be better. Supposed to be more so, gifted, more. He, he physically, yeah. So physically, he should be more athletic. He should just be flat out more gifted than Purdy. If one goes three in the draft and one goes, you know, 9,000, number three should be, he should be, he should be immensely more physically gifted. That's without question. If you're a top five talent, if you're a top, if you're number three, you could have been number one. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, that physically, you should have everything. So Purdy is capable of making some plays with his legs um, that Jimmy can't make. That's that's obvious. I mean, that's that's just that's the difference. That's the difference right now. When you say he's a threat. Um, if if you if that's the threat you're talking about, because there's nothing there's nothing he does with his arm that Jimmy couldn't do. Um, but it, 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 I I don't I don't think so. I don't think there's anything any different. Uh, but this is the, someone asked me, and then I'll I'll let you take it right here. Someone asked me what's the difference in the quarter. What 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 do I like, and what do I think that that's what they asked me. What do I think Purdy does better than Jimmy? I said he he um, extends plays, makes plays with his legs. He worries less about making a mistake. Those are the two things I think he does better. So that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't have a I don't think that he does anything better. I don't think the arm talent is better than Jimmy. I think Purdy, he has what I told you he has. He has the luxury of failure. Purdy's go wing it because why not? Why not? If if he if he and we you've seen him throw some balls where you're like oh hell, and the difference is that if Jimmy throws that ball, we're like God, Jimmy sucks. If we don't say why the hell did he make? If you go wake up, he's back. He's back. Was I frozen go. or you? There we go. I think I think it was me. Okay, okay. But yeah, so there we go. That's so, what we got. I I don't. I don't know that there are plays that he can make that 10 can't make or throws that he can make that. T- well, there are plays. Yeah. The, 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 the ability to extend, the ability to be able to get out of. Oh yeah. Jimmy can't do that. that yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy can't do it. it, it and it goes, it, it harkens back to one of the more impressive things, maybe the most impressive play I saw him make on, on Saturday um, was, it was an incompletion. It was it was a throwaway. He he's he's rolling to his left, and all of a sudden he does like a pirouette on the sideline, right? He does like a, a three sixty, maybe been a one eighty, not sure, but he's got a flip, right? So he get rid of it, and he's able to sling that thing out of bounds to avoid the sack. Um, and that I mean, now, that, now, that now, athleticism now, he showed there, the the 
the heads upness, the, the, the to be able to, to to be able to make that play. That's so funny. I, th- I thought that was damn impressive. Yeah, you uh, you, you know, know the announcers, and I kind of laughed. I kind of because I don't even listen to the announcers a lot. I kind of laughed, and I was like, "Well, first of all, quarterback's been throwing the ball away since the game started. That's number one. Number two, okay, that's number one. I, I, he threw the ball away to avoid a sack. Number two, number three. I mean, number number two. So he threw the ball away. All right, that happens. Number the the impressive part, the thing that everybody is so impressed by, you do realize he created the problem. He created that issue by <laughs> he created that issue by by uh, getting himself in that situation, running to the wrong end zone. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? And then and then realizing, okay, I got to throw the ball past the line of scrimmage. So he just, again, that's what I'm saying. He was just like, let me just wing this thing the best way I can. Now, Fortunately, he's athletic enough to be able to make that play. Do that, but, yeah. But he created all that drama. So that's what I'm saying. It's not, well, that's so impressive. No, it's not. You, you should have been in that situation in the first place. He literally created that. <laughs> like, like the Moses Malone thing, right? The the intentional miss to get the offensive rebound, uh, to, to put it back up. He he, he sort of created that. Created that. I, I see what you're saying, but still. <laughs> Oh, it, it, was a, it was a nice, it was a nice athletic play from a quarterback that we haven't seen. That we, we haven't seen. seen. That we hadn't seen from the quarterback from the 49ers. But trust me, we've seen that play. We've seen that play out of Steve Young. We've seen that play out of Colin Kaepernick. We've seen that play out of Jeff Garcia. It's just that we hadn't seen it so long that we're like, it's, oh it's my been a God, it's, been a it's the yeah. greatest thing. I'm just like, guys, he threw the ball away. It's second and 10. I, I think on. to me, with it, it, had he been rolling to his right, like I don't know that it had been that big of a deal, but the fact that he was going to his left and he had to he, he had he had to do something to be able to flip oh, no, and he get rid of it, that was, it, that, that was it for me. So we got back to how we started. He's more athletic. He's more, he's, athletic more, than you, right? he's more athletic than Jimmy so, Garoppolo. So that, so that's, that's what we can do that that ten can do. Yeah. But there is a there is Jimmy got every all the Jimmy detractors, naysayers, what have yeah. you. They talked about rack, 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 right? And yeah. Purdy's, Purdy's getting the rack, right? Yeah, he absolutely is, right? It's a part of the offense, right? Uh huh. But I think there's but, but nobody cares about it now. But nobody's nobody's talking about that right now. Didn't right? I tell you that? But bro, didn't didn't I tell you that? It's because this is the first time a backup is playing. And see what that's what and, there, and people don't realize it. See, everybody loves the backup. Jimmy is not a backup. Trey is not a backup. So people pick sides. Everybody loves the backup, and the backup can do no wrong. So that's what, and I've been saying, I said it from day one, and I'm going to continue. That, 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 lead, that leads me to another question. Go ahead. Question. Go I'm ahead. Gonna, I'm going to make this point first. Now, I'm gonna, I hope I don't forget my, my question. But so, rack, rack, rack. Everybody loves a rack, right? And, yeah. and Purdy's getting that rack. However, there, I believe there's another dimension to this mm-hmm. offense that we're seeing now with Purdy that we weren't seeing with, uh, with 10. And I agree. Case in point, it was the 
it was the touchdown pass that Kittle may have intercepted from Ray Ray, right? It's mm-hmm. the ability to go downfield. Something that Jimmy told Lombardi, David Lombardi from the Athletic, that he wishes Kyle would get back to doing more of, but mm-hmm. but that was not happening with 10 under center. We're seeing that happen now with yep. 13. And now back to your point about everybody loves the backup. It's still still early, still small sample size. I get that. However, at what point does he graduate? What more do you need to see from him to view him from a lens other than that of the backup? Uh, he'd have to win a Super Bowl, and he'd have to play well. So that's he's it. Gonna have to win, he's going to have to win playoff games. He's going to have to win a Super Bowl. He's, he's the, the only way he's going to be talking, I'm not talking about for the Niners. I'm talking about period. Oh well, well that's that's different. I mean, dude, there there are a bunch of there are a bunch of trash quarterbacks in the league. So all you have to do is show that you can play. That's why I keep telling everybody about Jimmy, whatever. Like Jimmy, nobody wanted Jimmy. I was like, do you guys realize how many bad there's quarterbacks? A, there's are a out line. There? There's a line out of the door waiting. waiting for like, you. please, yeah. please, he's shown that he can win in the league. It's hard to win a football game. I, it's hard to find a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, right now. Yeah, yes, it's it's hard to find a quarterback Maybe the Broncos. win. Yeah, think about it. Think, I mean, you think about all these teams that are out there. Just, I mean, it, it, it's hard. It, it, it's very, very difficult. So, if he shows that he can perform and win games and put points up, of course you're going to look at it from that point of view. So, if you're just staying around the league, all he has to do, all he has to do, is just continue to do what he's doing, and and teams are going to be like, wait a minute, when he's no different than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's how teams are. When he's under center, they win. You can say if you're, you can say they're doing it in spite of him, but damn it, they're winning, and that's the that's how you keep jobs in the NFL. You have to win. So if he continues to do that, that's going to happen. As far as being the being considered anything other than the backup for the Niners, he's got to win the whole thing. Super Bowl. He's got to win the whole thing. Yeah, he's got he's got to run the table. But he he's looking to me less like a backup less like Mr. Irrelevant and more like a guy that could probably compete. He looks more than compete. It doesn't take long, man. I've seen enough of him right now to say, to say that he can, he can continue to grow and do enough. He's already winning games. So I don't, you know me, I don't have to question whether or not you can do it when I've seen you do it. I know you can win games. I know you can make plays. I know you can do certain things. Now, what I what we got it there are times you got to get tested. Like when teams figure out this is what you like doing, and they you know they get an off season, they put a book on you. Like this is what he does well. Let's not allow him to do that. This is what he likes to do when he rushes. He likes to spin out to his right, and he likes to do this. All, all these type things, you know. You know, when he takes off running, he's going to run to his left. He's they're gonna, still oh, building the book. They're, they're, they're still building the book on him. And, then, and and trust me, they're going to put all of that into place. How does he adapt to that? How does he how does he perform when things ain't going well? He hasn't had a game yet where things weren't going well. It's how, not. How do you you know what I'm saying? He's, I mean, he, 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 he's had. I mean, I, he's playing with the lead. He's been playing with the lead. He's, he's had no he's had no adversity. He's yeah, he's been playing with the lead. So, so what happens? What happens when you? What happens? Hey, when I mean, the, the Dolphins game, he came in, they were trailing. But aside but, from but, that, but 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 the Dolphins game, he he wasn't even thinking about. It. He was yeah. happy to run on the field. So, yeah. like, but I'm saying, he didn't even realize it. There, there has not. <laughs> he, he, he hasn't really faced. He, he hasn't really faced 
any. I mean, hasn't been under duress much. Hasn't. Well, he, well, you know what? I'm not even going to say. Of course, you know, there's always pressure. You're feeling it or you're applying it. He's always been in position to apply it. There's going to come a time, and hopefully it's not this season, but there's going to come a time where you are down by three scores. Where There's going to come a time where the defense isn't having a good day or and you got to put up 40. You're, there's going to come a time where you are just off. You, you, you're, you're just off. Nothing is going right. You're throwing the ball high. You're short. It's, you're just off. You, you're missing your reads. How do you, what do you do then? So these are things that you grow from and you have to learn. And we haven't seen that yet, but there's no question he can win ball games. He's already doing it. So he's going to, if he continues to do what he's doing, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Somebody's going to, somebody's going to say he can start for me. Of course. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This game was it ended up being a three-score game. It was a lot closer than that to me. I, I think this whole thing kind of got blown open on that failed fourth down conversion uh, by Washington. Um, bad, bad decision. Two of them. They had two bad decisions, and, yeah. and that's and fortunately, and I tweeted that out like at halftime. I was like, fortunately. You know, those decisions, if not for that, probably be trailing. I think it's a different game. And I don't I don't know yeah. if Heineke played as well or played as bad as it would indicate by, you know, his his benching um in that one. And so uh it was it was a much tougher game than anticipated, but but also um I'll take that with a grain of salt because you also I think you knew with the the defense on that side was going to bring, right? You knew that you were going up against a pretty good defense. I think the one thing that was surprising was uh, early on how effective they were they were running the ball um, with Robinson in the game. Um, that that was a bit that was a bit of a the mindset of the team. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a bit of a that was a bit of a surprise to me. But I, I don't think Heineke. I mean, I know he got benched. I don't think he played all that all, all that bad. Um, I, I think you know right after right after that bad decision to to. Go for it on fourth down, which turned into seven quick for the Niners. He comes right back down and leads them on a touchdown mm-hmm. scoring drive, and they're right mm-hmm. back within within seven. And so uh, it ended up being, um, I think it was a good, it was a good test. I think it was a good test for the Niners. Yeah. And like you said, it, it was a playoff team, right? Uh, at at this point of the season, and so I, I well, think what I loved about it, man. I'm sorry for cutting you off there. What I loved about it is that we we discussed it. Um, and I, I'm not sure if we said this on the pod or on the pod after the pod, but remember I was saying that I wasn't concerned about this team because they played the same brand of football that the Niners played, but the, yeah. the Niners were more talented, yeah. so they were going to beat them. And that's exactly what they did. I, I, I Ron, Ron Rivera, his mindset, it, play good defense. Run the ball. Run the ball. Keep it close. Teams, make a play if you can. But take advantage of the other team's defense, uh, other team's mistakes. The, the problem is that the 49ers are going to force you into more mistakes. They're going to make less mistakes, and they're just tougher. They're going to beat you up if you want. You know, I, I don't know if there's anybody else out there that's going to punch them in the face the way Atlanta did. Atlanta is the only team. They, now they've lost other games, but Atlanta is the only team that said, I, "I'm going to play your game. I'm going to play your game." Beat you up. And I'm gonna beat you up. I'm, I'm going to play your game, and I'm gonna knock you out. 
Yeah. Like, you want to fight? Let's fight. That's the only team that I've seen, like, just line up and say, let's fight. Yeah. And win the fight. And maybe in the last few years, whenever you think about a really good team or when they're really on playing that game, yeah. that's, a, that's, the, that's the only team I've seen to just line up and say, you know what, blow for blow, let's do it. Rare, rare that it happens. Uh, you look, you look towards Vegas, and when you look at the injury report, uh, it, it appears Elijah Mitchell trending upwards, uh, getting closer to a return. Uh, Debo, Melanie Collins reported on, on the CBS game uh, over the weekend that he could be back in the lineup come uh, come this week against the Raiders, and then there's also this report. That Jimmy got his cast off. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means that means he's healing. He it, got his cast off. It, it, it means he's healing, but Kyle wouldn't say how far away he is uh, from any potential no, return. No, nor should he. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. So we we, esta- we established we established the fact that when you look at Brock Purdy, right? He barring. Uh, he has to win a Super Bowl in order to be even in consideration to be the starter for mm-hmm. for this team. In order to continue this run, what ha- what 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 has to happen? I, I, I let let's 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 revisit this. There was a time when this first got mentioned. Uh, you said if Jimmy's healthy, Jimmy will play. Do you still feel that way? If Jimmy, if well, I said I said if Purdy, I said if if they're not if they're winning. In spite of Purdy, if they're if they're if they're winning, if they're, if, if Purdy wasn't playing well, it was easy. If they're winning and Purdy's not playing well, they're doing it in spite of him. No, it, it's easy. It's easy if he's winning, because Jimmy's not the quarterback here anymore. Jimmy's not the quarterback. So if Purdy is playing well, there's no reason Purdy's going to be here next year. Jimmy's not. I don't know. I hear all this talk about you know Jimmy coming back and all this stuff. But I, I, right now, I can tell you without question, Jimmy won't be back. Why? If you got Purdy who can back up well, Purdy, and win games. Purdy just kind of signed Jimmy's yes. exit ticket. Yes, you got Purdy. Now you know you got a backup that can play. You got a backup that you, that can play. Before, you kept Jimmy because you didn't have a backup that you felt comfortable with, and, and rightfully so. Now you got a guy that you know you can win games with on a rookie contract, a six, a seven-round rookie contract. Please come on. They, they they're not even thinking about bringing Jimmy back. So um, they're winning. The offense is performing. Purdy's performing. I don't even think there's a question of bringing Jimmy back. I don't even think that's that's on their mind. Um, you bring if Jimmy's healthy enough to play, you put him in uniform and you put him out there so that if something happens to Purdy. You go back to Jimmy because you know Jimmy can win games for you, but you don't pull Purdy off the field. I don't think that's going to happen now because he he's shown that he can he can handle it. Um, but you but if Jimmy can go, Purdy if Purdy gets out because it's going to be different when the playoffs start. If Purdy gets out and he looks like you know Mister Irrelevant in the playoffs, Kyle's going to pull him in because Kyle is not. I don't think Kyle can handle. I don't think Kyle could handle losing or the thought of losing in that situation with Jimmy on the bench ready to play. So I think if it was like a, I think if it was a close one, nail biter, 
Purdy's not playing well, he's he's gonna. It, there would be a short leash in that situation. But just for Jimmy to get healthy and come back, I think he's gonna be watching. It'll it will be um. It'll be interesting to 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 see this whole thing unfold. Well, the it's a big if, right? I mean, I, the, as far as the original timetable, I mean, you're looking at the divisional round at best. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's return, right? Maybe even championship game, right? Well, they're gonna be there at the divisional round if he's there. Like I say, if he's there in the championship game, if he's there, so just think about this: if Jimmy's, if Jimmy's These are in best uniform, case scenarios now. But right? but what I'm saying, but if Jimmy, but if Jimmy's in, the, if Jimmy's in uniform, the championship game, and 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 things aren't going well at the quarterback position. Do you think he's not going to put him in there? If Jimmy's in uniform in a Super Bowl, things aren't going well at the quarterback position. You don't think he's not going to put him in there? Well, I mean, I, at that point, yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, it's it's there Kyle. I mean, you mentioned him not – you mentioned Kyle, you know, not being able to handle, not put Jimmy back in there. Um, but I, I'll take it a step further. Him having to address his team – knowing that he left 10 on the bench and everybody in that locker room knowing what 10, you know, has been able to do. Well, but again, previously, a lot of it depends on, but again, yeah, a lot of it would depend on how 13 is playing. If he's playing well, if you, if, if, you know what, if he's playing the way he's playing, he's making plays, he's doing all these fantastic throwaways that you love. Um, all of this stuff. Hey, got flip the hips. Got flip the hips. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, but if, but if he's doing all of that, nobody's gonna be upset for that. He, you know, if they lose the game, you're gonna be upset if you lost the game, but you're not gonna blame him. You're not gonna blame. And him. Nor nor are you gonna blame Kyle for not putting Jimmy in. Now, if the quarterback is stinking it up, that's just like any position. If if my left tackle is giving giving up sack after sack after sack in a play, you got to come out of the game. If my corner is getting eaten up, he's got to come out of the game. Because yeah. I mean, if, and that's wide situation. out dropping balls. Yeah, Because yeah. there, you you get in that situation. There's no tomorrow, right? Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, this is this is fascinating stuff here. I mean, you look at what what, what he's done. Obviously, winning his first three starts, um, coming in in relief for the Miami game. Uh, it, it's and then the numbers that he's put up, um, you know, since taking over. It's uh pretty 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 impressive stuff. It look it looks good. It, it it's yeah. it, I, I know way Kyle better be, than I thought it would it, it would well look. way better than I thought it would be. Um um because I thought all he needed to do was come in and and not screw it up, maintain because I, as I said the the team is built around the defense and not only has he done that, he's added a dimension to it with his legs, with his scrambling, uh, really with his carefree play. And, and I do still say a lot of that is the fact is, is, you know, that's based around the fact that he doesn't have to worry of, like Jimmy. There is there is no worry. There, there, he's the backup. And, and the backup can do no wrong. If you perform well, great. He's a rookie backup. No, whatever he does good is a plus for the entire organization. Anything that he screws up, there's a ready-made excuse. Yeah. And and the thing that I love about him, he knows that. Of course, he wants to win. Of course, he wants to perform. But he knows I, he's got. As I say, he's got the luxury of making a mistake. And he started this with house money. What did I say? Win a couple of games, you're in the playoffs. 
Yeah, I mean, he's 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 got the offense humming, too. I mean, three of the last four games, they've scored over 30 points. Niners had just three games total over 30 through their first 12 this season. He, so he has helped Kyle relax. He has helped him relax. There's no there there's no pressure on him to try and make anybody do anything other than run the offense. Uh, we got a question for you, Ed. This is the Believe Forty Nineers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Um, so we got a question for you, and this comes from our buddy Kruger. He says, "I'd like to hear Ed expound in his opinion that if the Niners earn the two seed, they'll only play home games." Does ED see a Philly weakness that'll get them beat in the divisional round? Now, this goes back to our last pod. We talked about how the Niners probably had an opportunity to get into mm-hmm. uh, the the two the two seed. Um, you also had, did I hear this correctly, uh, in terms of coming from you? Yes. Yes. If they get the two seed, I don't I think that they will I I don't think Philly is going to um I don't I don't I don't think Philly would hold on to it. I think Philly would lose in a divisional round. Hmm. I, I really do. Like I, I really see that. Why is I can, that? Um why is that is because you're putting a lot of faith, a lot Philly's a really good football team. It's a really good football team. Um, and they've had a tremendous amount of success, and 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 um, a lot of that success has been based on what's happening with them offensively. Jalen Hurts has been playing extremely well, um, and I get all of that. That ain't gonna happen in the playoffs. Jalen Hurts never been there. Everything is not gonna go smooth in the playoffs like that. It, it's just that's just not how that's just not how it is. Um, and I'll be shocked if a first if he gets there and everything continues to go as smoothly as as it has. Um, and and I think once they get into one of those games to where it's not pitch and catch, and that's what I see happening. That's why I continue to talk about just the way the Niners are built, how they are just the way this team is built and the way they win football games. Um, it's very conducive to going anywhere and playing because the Niners can win on the road. They were just built, they're built for ugly games. Philly is a pretty football team. Pretty like Philly's like Dallas. We saw those two teams play each other the other day. Look how many points we put up. These are supposed to be two really good defenses. Look how many points we put up. A lot of points. And and that's that's what and that's what I'm and that's why I'm saying Philly, Philly runs into a team that says, okay, we're not going to let you do that. It's, or you have a day where that's not happening. That's going to be an issue. And, and again, Philly, guess where Philly play? In Philly? You don't know what type of weather you're going to have. All types of things come into play. So I just think there's a very strong chance that you get the second seed, they don't have to go on the road, that the NFC Championship is going to be in the field of genes. Very interesting. The Niners still sit at, in that three spot. The Vikings still hold on to the two, thanks to a 61-yard game-winning field goal mm-hmm. uh, against the Giants uh, on, on Christmas Eve. Uh, we talked about That's this. That's crazy. That, that was wild. Um, and it was a white out there, and you got the white paint on the field and the white uniforms and everything. Just It was, it was, it was a wild, wild scene. 
I, I um, we talked about this last week, just in terms of the top two seeds in the NFC. Look, the spotlight is on the Niners. You know, they're everybody's pick, right? Ever since the McCaffrey trade, they've been every ever since that game at SoFi. You know, post McCaffrey getting getting traded to the Niners, they pretty much have been everybody's pick to to get to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. And you look at the top two seeds and, you know, for as long as I can remember, these are the first time, you know, you got two top seeds that are kind of being scoffed over, you know, for lack of a better word. And, and oh, you know what, I don't think, well, you know, I don't think everybody, I don't think anyone's overlooking Philly. A lot of people I do believe are overlooking um, Minnesota. And it's just because of Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has, he, he has shown that he doesn't show up in those moments. But when I, when I say, when I say that, I mean, I, I say that in a sense of, yes, what you say about Minnesota is correct, but you're not hearing many outside of Philly say that this Eagles team is a favorite or even that they will get to uh, the Super Bowl. I think a lot, I think the consensus for the most part is that what you just said earlier, they're going to get tripped up in the divisional round. Yeah, well, you know what? It's different. I hear a lot of people saying that Philly can do it because Philly's a good team, good defense across the board, but I, I do think that there are some teams that – and not even great teams. Like, because Philly – you're going to get division around. You're probably going to more than likely play what? Whoever won the NFC South. So you could end up playing Tampa. Could play Tampa. If they play Tampa, Tampa will beat them. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa will beat them. I, that, I, I truly believe it. And the reason I believe it is because Todd Bowles will go into that game and put something together where it's like, okay, we know we can't beat you. We can't beat you. Um, we can't beat you 40 to 37. But we can beat you 17 to 10. And the defense has really been a problem in Tampa this year. Yes, yeah, so, and that's what I'm saying. How is Philly going to react when you have when you don't have those type days where you're able to put up the 30, 40 points? And that's what that's what playoff football does. It's, it's like, how do you grind it out and make things happen and you figure out a way, can you get that done? You go back to Kansas City and the Niners in the Super Bowl. You had two teams that were putting up 30 points a game. You get into the Super Bowl, it ain't like that. It's a little different, a little different. It's a little different because you because it's like, wait a minute, like I, I know what you do and how you win. I'm not going to let you do that. And both clubs were able to do that. So now – how do you manufacture those plays and make those plays? And and whoever makes those plays ends up winning the game. But you're not going to, you're not, it's rare that you're just going to be able to just thump somebody the way we thump San Diego in the Super Bowl. But we were just, I mean, because it's rare that you're going to come up, the other team that you're just going to be clearly better than them. That's rare. It's, uh yeah, you, you mentioned Tampa. Tampa currently the four seed. So the playoff started today. Tampa will play Dallas. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, they would get the winner of that unless perhaps, this is assuming the Niners win, right? Yeah. Unless, of course, Washington is able to trip up Minnesota. Um, but either way, you're looking at two divisional teams, right? So yeah. that that changes things a little bit as well. Um, so, or, yeah, or so, really, so. You got a chance to see per, perhaps a division rival in the playoffs. 
Um, not sure you want to see that uh, if, if you're the Eagles. Um, uh-huh. I mean, you say what you want about you know the Red. Well, obviously Dallas 11 win team. Uh, right at 500 is 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 Washington. But I mean, you say what you want. Once you get into that division, I mean, you know. You know how that goes, right? Yeah, we found it. We found it last year. Yeah. Drop picks matter. Anything yeah. happens when you when you play a divisional team. Yeah, yeah you know how that goes. But, yeah. uh, so that, that's something we'll monitor. Niners will be in Vegas taking on the Raiders. Almost said the Aces. A uh, little WNBA <laughs> in here. Uh, we'll be back later this week to to break that one down. Hope all of you are enjoying your holidays. I'm still feeling festive. Oh, I shout out! That. I'm repping Montana State today, Ed. Uh, shout out, uh, Coach Sprinkle, Danny Sprinkle, the head coach at Mon- Montana State. My former, uh, he's my former coach in college, and, and he's doing things at his alma mater. Yeah. Uh, with- oh, did I see that Ed Reed? Ed Reed got the gig at um, Bethune Cookman. I did not see oh, that. Okay. But okay. We'll, we'll have mean, to check that out. We can uh, go. I think to he got the head coaching. I think he's got. The, I think he got the head coaching gig there. Yes, he did to become the 16th head football coach. There yeah. it is. Congrats, Congrats. Congratulations. I like that. Yeah, so I like that. And for everybody that's been asking, no, Dion did not smack Tim McDonald or Murder <laughs> And that's all I'm gonna say for now. My goodness gracious. First of all, if you if you if 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 you thought that, if if you out there thought that. You should yeah. wake up and probably slap yourself, right? Oh, I mean, that, is, that is just <laughs> like, oh, like, wow. I was like, that's like, okay. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Perfect when I start hearing T Mac, I'm like, y'all obviously don't know T Mac. Man, <laughs> man, I, I, I don't know T Mac. I covered one of his boys in, in college, though. I actually covered both of his sons in college. I covered Tevin and TJ. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I I read some of that too. I'm like, if you thought Dion went at T Mac, like you, hmm. I mean, even I know that. Like, not <laughs> all right. Uh, we got the Raiders. We'll break that down for you later on this week. Uh, from a partner, great picture by the way. From a partner, you got to go on YouTube to check that out. Give us a like on YouTube. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, and review. You don't want to miss Ed's background uh, on the YouTuber. Uh, feel free to to hit us up on social media if you got more questions. Like our buddy Kruger, go ahead and hit us up. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore, and on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Ed Two Five. So from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all later this week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.